what it is. This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to episode 767 of Hard Factor. It is Wednesday, September 8th, 2021. Thank you for cheating on the news with us. I'm Will. We got Mark, Pat, Wes, full house today now that I'm back on vacation. hey I'm very happy to be back today because today is Mark's birthday. Oh, <laughs> come happy on. Hey-o. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Mark. Is that, is that why you. you're wearing the sunglasses? You look, uh, no, I got these in the mail today. Looks uh, snazzy. I got these in the mail today, and I'm trying to keep the beach thing going. Nice. I'm trying to keep the beach thing going a little bit. <laughs> I got the date right. <laughs> today is your birthday, right? Yes, that's correct. Yes, okay. yes. I was Thank so, you. I was like, I was, I, I mean, I knew it was today. Is I, it the ninth today? I was 100% confident. That the, <laughs> yeah. That's, the, that's something you got to get, like, the wife to text my wife type. Of <laughs> <laughs> I have it in my so, calendar. I don't have a Facebook year. or anything like that. Yeah. No, no, I. I knew. I, I totally knew. I knew 100%. Now that I'm seeing you in the glasses, though, Mark, I do have. I, I think that we should one day just show up somewhere and you have a mustache and I have a beard. Switch. We could definitely fool people. Yeah. yeah I was like, saying we have to do that over <laughs> a long weekend because your your facial hair does grow quickly, but you don't want to come in with like no no beard. So we have to do it over like a next 4th of July if we take the week off for like a four-day weekend. Let's do it in the beginning of the trip. And, and then funny. we'll come back and, tr- and, tr- and trick people. I'm in. We, we could definitely fool people. Like, it's like count, switching count numbers. Me in. It's like when TK count and Ronde Barber switch yeah. numbers. You know, oh, man. Yeah, classic. <laughs> That's man. such a good gag. Remember yeah. when Tiki was like, uh, <laughs> no, nah, I mean, my body's, give, my body's gave out. I'm out. Tiki's out. And Ronde was like, okay. Ronde's like, I'm going to play another 15 years. Right. Yeah. 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 With the exact same body, Tiki. This looks real bad. But running Both back, very good players, though. Running back's a little tougher, though. You got a lot, a lot less tread on the tires. Cause I know. Doing, he had, he had I know. A 2000 yard season. All Rondé is doing is just intercepting the ball. I know tackling. there's logic to it, yeah. okay? Yeah. But mm-hmm. it doesn't make it. Yeah. Doesn't make it more fun. Yeah. Talking about the logic. Mm. Fair Instead, enough. I'd like to rip on these twins. What well, was fun? I how uh, was your trip? Yeah, I listened. Well, oh, my trip was great. I listened though. I listened to the podcast while I was on vacation. Um, so I just wanted to give you some notes on, on okay what I, thought. I love the fun fact i think that's very fun uh and i apologize to pat and wes after listening to monday's episode um i'm sorry that my rants have been abusive towards towards you pat <laughs> um, well, that's years and, old that's and, years old and speaking well it stuck with you and don't wes, apologize obviously. to no don't apologize to me i thought they were amazing <laughs> don't apologize to me <laughs> yeah, they're my favorite they thing in the world <laughs> Speaking of rants about uh, California, in my opinion, struggling with all the extra COVID policies they've got going on these days. I already did that in the Discord thread. If you want to get down on that, patreon.com slash hard factor. Been ranting a lot in there. Yeah, so um, rants where, and the picks and the picks, we've been making money too. So you get rants, you get hot, hot, hot picks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
You guys see the Ivermectin story from Rolling Stone was fake? Posted that in there, too. Uh, that, yeah, yeah, so what happened that with crazy. that Ivermectin story? Totally fake. The guy didn't uh, even work there. Like, a doctor. So, a so to be clear, there's, there's two versions of Ivermectin, right? The human version right. seems to potentially be... Uh, something you might want to look into and have a doctor prescribe for you. Not the horse to Not warmer. according Every, to the Everyone, FDA, 100% of people are like the horse to warmer, don't take that. But there's the human version, which, uh, um, and then there was a story that came out where uh, Oklahoma doctor or surgeon, the surgeon said that. Up. So the hospital is packed for Inverme- Invermectin people. Totally that guy that didn't part. work there anymore and might have been like a revenge story. It was not that part. I got was totally fake. I got yeah. mad because I was I was arguing with an extremist that, you know, like uh-huh. you, everyone's got that extremist friend on Facebook. That's just mm-hmm. a little bit a little yeah, bit off that, the reservation. Facebook for you, yeah. And you all you always end, end up getting just like roped into a conversation with them that you shouldn't waste your time having. But yeah. you do it yeah. anyway. So I was doing that. that with one of my one of my favorite extremists that I ping pong with. Mm-hmm. And we were going back and forth. And I was making the point we made on the show about Rogan saying like, hey, dude, like. You know, that's dangerous what you're doing without clarifying, because, yes, it is a drug for people, but it people might people have been taking a Mississippi no Uh And he sent me a Rolling Stone article. This is before this other Rolling Stone article came out. And he yeah. goes, see, they're misleading you. And the Rolling Stone article well, was on the fence about misleading. But then now the they came out later. Totally yeah, thick. I know. That's Maybe all you do bad. on Facebook is Maybe share articles. Bad. Oh, yeah. It made, it made everybody look bad who went nuts about ivermectin. Um, so yeah, I mean, Rolling Stone shouldn't be getting fake like guests. I mean, you should listen to your doctor, right? If your doctor yeah. prescribes you Invermectin, then you know right. maybe take yeah. it. Hey. Right? We're, we're not medical. Who experts. are we? We're not doctors. Listen okay? to your doctor hey. for your medical advice. Not also, I started binging The Wire. R.I.P. Uh, Michael K. Williams. Oh, fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys did a very nice tribute to him. Um, Have idea. you watched it before, William? No, I haven't. So it's amazing. I'm really enjoying it's, it. It's quite a treat. Somebody tried to toss me in, in the middle of it one time, and I just like I couldn't get in in the middle of it. But I started watching from episode one, loving it. Loving Season it. two is a real treat. Oh, well, only gets better. I'm very, very excited. Uh, one last thing. Uh, thanks to everybody who contributed to Connor Snoga's Hurricane Ida relief run from San Antonio to Louisiana. Here's a picture of the trailer. Whoa. Tons of waters, and I think there's like gas and other other uh, stuff, essentials for people uh, who are who are there. And then here's a video; it doesn't have any sound, but you guys could see uh, this is the facility that we're taking everything to um, in Louisiana to, to bring, you know, gas generators, water, diapers, nice. cool, all kinds of stuff to people who are uh, suffering after Hurricane Ida. So, uh, thank so you. Connor, not a scumbag scam artist, just a great guy. Right. Yep. Exactly. Just a, so, just a great out. human being. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> thank you good. to Connor and all the donors. <laughs> That's great. So we're able to help a little bit, help from the heart of Ohio. So. Real coin flip there. Good, good for Connor. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and like Pat said uh, at the top of the show, join us live at five Eastern today for what the fuck Wednesday in the green room app by Spotify. Today's topic is. Okay, let's vote on it right now. It's either crazy exes or any sort of crazy sports story from your from your lifetime, like you were playing sports, watching sports. Oh wow! Sports story or crazy ex? Those are the top two. I vote crazy exes here. Okay, I can go either um, way. It's fine with me. Yeah, either either way, exes is fine. Pat, you got a good you got a good one for that. <laughs> are you gonna do one? Are you gonna do one? <laughs> I got a lot of them. Okay, nice. all right, let's do crazy exes then. Exes, right. it is today's X's topic is. is exes. Join us five p.m. Eastern. On the Green Room app by Spotify. Follow all the hosts on there. You'll get notified when we go live. Anything else, boys? Boy. You guys ready? Yeah. All right, let's do the news. Cup of coffee in the big time is up first. Yeah. Cup of coffee in the big time. Uh, holidays. History. 
and trending news, but not before today's fun fact, which is the unofficial end of summer is Labor Day, uh, which means that according to ultra rich white people, Americans in the early 1900s, you're not supposed to wear white clothes until summer starts again. Oh, wow. So, yeah. And shoes, the shoes thing, right? That that was a big thing. One time I could have done a crazy X thing about it. I didn't. I didn't get laid once because I was wearing white shoes after Labor Day. She <laughs> yeah. No, it's a bit, literally Google the unofficial end of summer, Labor Day, the, the fashion rules. Did you get laid ever in that relationship? It was like a, it wasn't a, it wasn't an ex. It was like a one night stand oh, okay. thing. She, she called me over at like four in the morning and, and this is around the college era. And she saw I had white shoes on. It, was, it could have been the fact that I was hammered, too. But she claims mm. it was the white shoes. That's that really pretty uptight. But yeah. apparently, yeah. according to like ultra upper class people like whites in the early 1900s who created this rule it's a big deal mm. yeah well she might have been old money you're not she supposed might... to wear your whites <laughs> after labor day good to know i'm yeah. caught dead in white shirt now jesus oh my god yeah <laughs> yeah it's, it's low brow of you Wes. <laughs> I threw those shoes away. <laughs> fucking white shoes yeah damn save me Fun fact. Well, thank uh, you. Are you sure it was the shoes? You did invite me over at four in the morning for a yeah. hookup. Was my cigarette breath? <laughs> yeah, was it the breath? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, September 8th holidays are International Literacy Day, uh, National Actors Day, National Ampersand Day, National Ugh. Date Nut Bread Day, Pardon Day. Pediatric Hermitology slash Oncology Nurses Day, Star Trek Day, Virgin Mary Day, and World Physical Therapy Day. Ooh, terrible. Yeah. Mark, I'm sorry for your birthday that you don't have. What does that mean, Virgin Mary Day? Is she get God <laughs> did God seed her on September eighth? Would it been would it have been the Immaculate Conception today? But he was mm. born like on no pretty soon no, no, after no, no, that, definitely right? Like not. three months. But that's like three months. God? Later. I think he was she born was, on um, Christmas, Valentine's Day, or right. So, like, <laughs> what does September eighth have to do? She was just six months pregnant. I don't know. So, I don't know. Okay. She was going That's into a shitty, the last trimester. It's a shitty slot of days. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty bad. Um, today in history, though, way better. Huge day in history. In fourteen twenty nine, Paris was attacked by Joan of Arc. Uh, she was eventually captured and burned at the stake by the English, sadly, uh, but France did end up winning the war 22 years later. Um, in 1504, Michelangelo's statue of David, you know, from David and Goliath, was unveiled in Florence, Italy. Big, uh, big time famous statue. In 1664, the Duke of York took the city of New Amsterdam from the Dutch, and the name was changed to New York, New York City. Yeah. New there York it is. City. Yeah. There is. Uh, and, and, and in 1781, the Americans defeated the British at the Battle of Utah Springs in the American Revolution. In 1930, 3M started selling scotch tape, which would change the world forever. In 1945, U.S. and Russian troops accepted the Japanese surrender on the Korean Peninsula during World War II. In 1960, the classic horror film Psycho from Al Alfred Hitchcock was released in America. In 1966, the first episode of Star Trek aired, which is why it's Star Trek mm. Day. In 1974, Gerald Ford pardoned Richard Nixon, which is why it's Pardon Day. In, in 1998, Mark McGuire broke Roger Maris's 61 home runs record, uh, ended up with 70 on the season. And in 2015, Stephen Colbert replaced David Letterman on The Late Show. 
So, oh, wow. he's got an asterisk wow. though. That McGuire, right? It's an asterisk, right? Isn't it? Yeah, an they popped him. Roids. I mean, yeah. Well, he so the, the record counts. The record, right? Yeah, I think the record counts, but he's just not going to get in the Hall of Fame. That's the asterisk. <laughs> no, Man, Sammy Sosa came out of nowhere, bro. He was like not even not even a shot of uh, competing with McGuire. Came and when I think by the time July hit, and then Sosa just went on a yeah. I mean, steroid Barry Bonds. Run. Barry Bonds was like. Sosa and the fact that he was like a 30 home run guy in the first half of his career and fast. They just really got, they're just good baseball players and took to the steroids, you know? Mm-hmm. Great hand eye coordination, got muscular, hit I'll the ball you, far. I'll tell you what, 1930, how how much were you overusing tape when that first came out? Oh, you were oh, yeah. just, you were just on everything. Everything was taped. <laughs> everything <laughs> was taped. How exciting is that? Fun fact about 3M. Very, so good. Fun, fun fact about 3M because I worked for them. They like to tell you how innovative they are. They spend a shitload of money in their R&D team because they started off as like three guys trying to mine silver or something. Mm. And they ended up they getting a complete – they got a completely different like uh, precious metal. And then they just went, said, fuck it. We'll go with this precious metal. And like the motto has always been like, like whatever works or whatever is innovative. Like they're just like – yeah, mm-hmm. they, they, they get into whatever the fuck makes money essentially. Yeah, they got some good stuff. Tape, whoa. Tape's good. Oof. Tape is uh, one of the most useful things ever. I mean, duct tape is probably more useful than scotch, but it's still a pretty huge advancement for mankind. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to the trending news. It's a three-piece, but number three is a political mixtape. That, that was me mixing mixing it up. Some politics. Uh, Greg Abbott trended on Tuesday when he signed the new Texas voting bill, SB1, into law. And then later at the press conference, when asked about the new six-week abortion ban, different topic, Abbott said he wants to aggressively get all rapists off the street. And then Twitter reactions compared modern-day Texas to the movie Minority Report, since you'd have to technically pre-catch the rapists to avoid their first rape, technically. Um, related to that, neighboring Mexico decriminalized abortions on Tuesday. So that's a little Texas two-step there. How about it touches this guy? He thinks that rapists are just hanging on the street. You think that's you think that's they where are. they're at? They're with just like a sign. Yeah, they're just on the street with their, well, uh, their switchblades. The yeah, they're in the bars. They're on the streets. They're everywhere, Pat. They're yeah, they're everywhere. On the street, he, yeah, it's he, he's like it's like uh, who was that Maybe. character that Charles Bronson played? Um, yeah, uh, Death Wish guy. Death Wish. He's like Death Wish. He's like trying to take yeah. the rapist out like Death, Death Wish. Yeah, well, maybe no one's tried this before. Maybe no one's tried to catch the rapist before. So now right. we stop the rapist. Yeah. He Today was we talking the like it was a revolutionary plan. Yeah. We were letting him slide before. Hey, it could work. Let's give him a shot, huh? Yeah, let's give him a chance here, guys. <laughs> you hear that, ladies? Here's your consolation prize. Get rid get of all the rapists, rapists now. <laughs> today, starting today, starting now, off the streets. Abbott's plan in action. We'll see how it goes. Uh, next up in the mixtape, Trump employee and getter app executive Jason Miller got stopped by Brazilian police on his way home uh, to the United States on Tuesday from Brazil. Somebody in the government over there was mad at him for being there and like promoting MAGA stuff in general. Uh, he was there for like the rallies that Bolsonaro is having for him in Brazil, which are massive. Um, so it's like, I guess Brazil's pretty polarized as well these days. Cause like, you know, one side's stopping him at the airport. The other side's having big rallies uh, related to that. Have you guys seen the skinny Trump pictures? Trump? No, wait, no, no, let's see him. Oh, shit, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, oh, so I just as a people, are, seen it. are we supposed to be upset? Like the North Koreans? What do you mean? Oh, well, right. It is. Remember when Kim, Kim, Kim Jong-un <laughs> lost 12 pounds 
<laughs> and uh, hopefully gave it to his people or the rations, and the and people they mourned for weeks. They, they videoed that farmer at gunpoint, probably who was like, "Hopefully he's not going <laughs> to die of starvation." I, I googled Skinny Trump, and the first one's just a completely doctored photo. That's no, you got, you got you got to go to Don <laughs> Jr.'s Instagram, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, I don't know where it was posted, it's but you know wherever it was posted, it's probably been taken down fifty times. Uh, next up in the mixtape, Monica Lewinsky said former President Bill Clinton quote should want to apologize on the Today Show uh, when speaking about her new mini miniseries American Crime Story Impeachment, which is out now as of the time this podcast released on FX. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't shove the cigar up her ass. <laughs> you think did, did you guys read? So, <laughs> you think uh, it would be a backhanded sorry? Yeah, he's not sorry. Come on. He's a, he's a scoundrel. Beanie Feldstein, Jonah Hill's little sister, is playing Monica, right? Yeah. And I guess Monica is an EP, an executive producer on the project. Mm-hmm. And uh, I read an article that she demanded. It was like part of her part of her stipulations for her life story being told that um, the scene or the situation where she pulls up her thong and shows it to the president be in the show. She was like oh. very insistent. Well, that that's, she wanted that's, that's a good move. That's what did it. Yeah, that was a highlight for her. Well, check that it out. Well, dude, move. You got to remember <laughs> in the in the middle to late nineties, a thong <laughs> was novel. It like right. people are like, oh, thongs. It's there just songs another, about it. Cisco saying the thong song. Make that's what ladies wear. It didn't yeah. used to be like that. I mean, Pat, we don't have this this movie if if she doesn't yeah. do that. Yeah, so. right. kind of pivotal. Thong. A thong was a big deal. It was a really big deal. Yeah, baby. I hope they play the thong song. It's a top ten hit. Will sing it. He's singing a top ten hit. Thong. I love to see the booty go. <laughs> and then when little John, the, what in the hell is that? Oh my god! Oh my god! What is that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a whale tail. <laughs> oh my god! Shut the shut the door. Yeah. You gonna get me impeached? <laughs> my man, tuck it. <laughs> oh shit. Uh, that's out now on effects. Uh, you can watch it right now. Um, uh, not political, but also uh, the Matrix 4 Resurrection screenshot dropped, and the trail- trailer will be available huh. uh, this week, September 9th. The Matrix 4, huh? <laughs> yeah. All, all these years later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Resurrections. Um, I'm just going to watch Shang-Chi or whatever that's getting rave reviews. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, okay, uh, back to the mixtape political. Joe Biden trended again with a blooper uh, while speaking in areas affected by Hurricane Ida. He was speaking about natural disasters um, and climate change when he said this. You know, the looks like a tornado. They don't call them that anymore. That hit the crops and, and wetlands in the middle of the country and in Iowa and Nevada. and I mean, it's just across the board. And, uh, you know, um, uh, as I said, we're in this together. Okay. 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 I have to defend him here. He obviously, <laughs> he obviously knows what a tornado is. I think he's referring to the, the terminology of a tornado in the Midwest, wherever the he's fuck it's derechos. called. He yeah, meant yeah, derechos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He meant derechos, which is... If he doesn't know what a tornado <laughs> is... Right, but he, he's... So, so, the way he came out... Spinny yeah, thingies. Was hilarious. Yeah. It's like an upside down top. <laughs> What's that? It's not a tornado. <laughs> He meant derechos. Apparently, yeah. he's also referring to an actual town called Nevada, Iowa, and not the two separate states, which would have made even less sense because there's not tornadoes in Nevada. So, mm. Mm. Um, people were perplexed with that video. 
from President Biden. Uh, finally, in the political mixtape, the WHO is warning about the Mu variant being the next big thing after Delta as far as coronavirus variants that infect the vaccinated and recovered population. Which brings us to number two, <clears throat> big time number two today, Fauci. Anthony Fauci was trending all over the place after a new FOIA request uh, from the publication The Intercept uh, unveiled just how much bat coronavirus and humanized mouse studying was going on at the Wuhan lab. And uh, hate to break it to you, it was a ton, uh, <laughs> mostly funded by Dr. Fauci's NIAID. Um, and they even talk about uh, how they know it's highly dangerous and likely to produce an accidental leak in the grant proposals uh, to the NIAID. Um, oh, of, you know, Fauci's people will give them the grant. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> here so here you go. So this is a series of screenshots. I'm just going to read to you directly. Um, uh, the, the first is a tweet from Dr. Richard H. Uh, Ebright. He says New, newly released documents provide details of U.S. funded research on coronaviruses at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. The Intercept has obtained more than 900 pages of documents detailing work of EcoHealth Alliance at the Chinese lab. So EcoHealth okay. Alliance is who won this grant from the NIH and Dr. Fauci's department in there. Um, here's an excerpt from the article itself. It says the bat coronavirus grant provided EcoHealth Alliance with a total of $3.1 million, including $599,000, that the Wuhan Institute of Virology used in part to identify and alter bat coronaviruses likely to infect humans. Even before the pandemic, many scientists were concerned about the potential dangers associated with such experiments. The grant proposal acknowledges some of those dangers. Uh, quote, field work involves the highest risk of exposure to SARS or other COVID, COVs, coronaviruses, mm -hmm. while uh, working in caves with high bat density overhead and potential for fecal dust to be inhaled. And so mm -hmm. that's part of the article mm -hmm. there about how they were collecting these bat coronaviruses to then try to infect so, humans with them. So um, they started funding it in 2014, right? And they went all the way through mm -hmm. 2020 and they did at least two full studies. One I think was on mice and then one on bats where they were, what's the terminology that, that Rand was using gain of um, gain of function, mm -hmm. gain of function, gain of and function. Right. They were giving these animals like the coronavirus and trying and to testing. transfer it. Right. Yep. Yeah. So, did, so has Fauci come out? Because I, I I read I read this stuff and then I read it was weird. It was like a legal document. So essentially, like, I well, guess there's a, there's a FOIA request that the Intercept got, and that's 900 pages of like of like a grant. Some grant proposals, right? And grant and grant documents. But I think what Fauci was potentially getting at, and I want to hear what he has to say because the, so there's like a policy that that uh, in the grant proposal that the uh, the it's the NIH, right? That's who's funding it. That it's uh -huh. Health and Human Services. Uh, they have a policy where you can't do this, right? Like you can't f fuck with nature in the way that they may have fucked with nature. And I'm okay, just well, curious. The, I, no, I'm just, I'm just saying this is this is what I read. I'm just curious. Like when, right? Or perhaps how he's they let saying that happen. it's like a naming distinction. But he may still, have said like, "Oh, that's not happening because." Right. But still, it seems like this group uh, seems like this group, uh, Econo Health Alliance, was basically paid to study exactly what happened when with the COVID nineteen virus. Like it was released, and that they got the foiled, description huh? of the virus. Here's the last tweet from uh, Dr. Richard H. Ebright. Uh, he says these the documents make it clear that assertions by the NIH director Francis Collins and the NIAID director, Anthony Fauci, uh, that the NIH did not support gain-of-function research or potential pandemic pathogen enhancement 
at the Wuhan um, Institute of Virology are untruthful. Right. Um, so that that's the thing about this, right? Like it's not we already we already think I already think we've already thought we've talked about it that it's obviously from Fauci's the lab, been lying right? about the origin of the but virus. But this proves he's been been at it's least a buck untruthful passery. about it, which is bad. No, but it's like, a, why it's is, a full on. He's been concealing his words. He hasn't mentioned this in the seventy million appearances he's made full on. on TV and stuff. Like this is not this is not good. Obviously, it, it's not a hundred percent. We found the virus came from this particular study from this particular day. Okay, blah, but, but he, Fauci's clearly not been truthful about funding gain of function. The exact virus they were studying at the lab in the city where it all started at the time it all started. I already kind of like was hundred percent sure it came from the lab though. Okay. I mean, if you, if you like at the, I don't know if you're just waiting for him to admit it would be the only next logical, like that's the only thing left. Uh, no, I don't know what I, you know, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. He does, he needs th- some answering to do, and I think everyone that involved should should be helped. right. And, like, and, I, I, and honestly, but like obviously, yeah. Congress Republicans in, in Congress are already calling for that because he he under oath said that they did not do the gain of function research and taking it to the internet. Here's how Twitter listed the trend, and it's just so funny to see how obsessed they are with like protecting Fauci's image. So the Twitter number two, Anthony Fauci is the trend trending with Wuhan. And uh, the story they or the brief text they give is uh, COVID-19. Dr. Anthony Fauci said some U.S. hospitals are perilously close to having to prioritize patients for ICU beds. So that's not why he was trending. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Um, And it's just Twitter protecting his image like they always do. Uh, You know, it's just just so ridiculous with this. Like everybody should be interested in the origin of the coronavirus, it's fucked up the entire globe. And if and if the U.S. Fund, <laughs> like, if the U.S. funded the study, right, and the right. U.S. is part of it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm interested want- to see what happens today because essentially yeah. like, it was limited publications that picked up on it because it's, it's pretty new, right, and it's pretty dense. Right. So like, but it's not, a FOIA request. No, but what I'm saying is like none of the marquee publications that do the deep dive pick up on it. But I bet they will today. I bet. I bet Dude, we'll see. FOIA's- Get you, man. If we've been talking about it, you could FOIA yeah, anyone. The of Intercept us. is typically a left-leaning publication, so every like I've been reading that most people it assume sh- they probably the- thought they were going to be defending Fauci when they got the FOIA papers. This shouldn't be. Uh, if you're left, you should defend Fauci. If you're right, you should. No, should it's be, just about the origin. Should be where did it come from? Be, where did it come from? And well, wh- how did it come geez. from? And well, at this point, it's gotten. To, I, I feel like it's gotten to the point where okay, the left is defending Fauci, and then now if he goes down, then it just trickles down to the left is responsible for this whole fucking thing, which is well, that doesn't make bad. Any sense. Well, no, oh, I was I, just, no, I was no, saying no, that the time in, in the public's eye, it might. I think that's what, the way people are feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we got to know where it came from because it's one of the worst things that's ever fucking happened in my lifetime. And I'd like it to not happen again. If we know where it came from, you'd want to know so you could actually like look into it. Oh, well, wait till we get to the end of the show because there's something worse coming I from, don't the, think same, Fauci's from the same get, place. Really? I don't think Fauci is going to get another first pitch this year. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you think? Yeah, he's going to. Not think, with his lack of athleticism. They might be hiding no. him out right now, whatever he's doing. Uh, okay, let's move it on. Wait, well, one more question. What? So these grants, where which – which administration did yeah, they so come NIH from? NIH is the National Institute of, of Health. And then mm-hmm. um, Fauci's like department within that is the um, NIAID. I'm not sure exactly what it stands for, but it's something about infectious disease. Right. Um, and these were grant seekers. So uh, the people like Econo, what's their name? Uh, Econo Health Alliance. They won a grant worth a total of $3.1 million from NIAID, which is Fauci, Fauci's the director of that, which is part of the NIH. 
You know what I'm saying? So like, right. so and then they, they funded they won the Wuhan. Grant they funded to then the Wuhan make the coronavirus basically. What right, looks right. like? But what what, what, uh, what I read? What I read was 2014, 2017, 2019 were all like grant years. And it then started under Obama. April okay. 2020, I think the Trump administration this, kiboshed it. Right. Uh, they put a hold so on I, it once they suspected I read, it was. I read. I think. Of, I think the most recent, so. like new new one, was in 2019. Wes. Uh, okay. They started in 2014. Is what I read. I, I don't. Right. I don't, and that's a good point too about the Trump yeah. administration halting that particular contract, and also the former dire- director of the CDC, Robert Redfield, friend of the show, has also said eventually it would be found out that it came from the lab. Which it, yeah. To me, it came from the lab. Been saying it for months. I think. Think it seems like it came from probably yeah. came from the uh, lab. Yeah. yeah, obviously came from the lab. <laughs> you got to tighten up that lab, man. Yeah, seems like it. Uh, moving on. Number Damn one, Wuhan virus lab. Fuck. Got to make sure the seals on those windows are new. I can't Worst. believe the fart. The fart lab smells right. Worst factory of all time. Uh, number one, the COVID factory. Uh, number one, cream <laughs> the crop today. Uh, Bitcoin had another crash. On Tuesday, kind of crash. Uh, it was down uh, 10.8% in a one-day change, uh, coinciding with it officially becoming legal tender in El Salvador. Uh, that's the first country to do so. <laughs> yeah. so uh, that was so fucked up. El Salvador. Well, I know, look, with <laughs> no. cryptocurrency being less stable than traditional dollars. El Salvador's like, with, come on, man. It's not surprising <laughs> a change like this shocked the system of cryptocurrency right. in general. Yeah. But the price seems to have stabilized as of the time of taping. We'll see how it does going forward now that it's the official currency somewhere. And that's today's cup of coffee in the big time. That's something nice. to look out for next uh, time a country legalizes it. A small country does, like, buy the dip. <laughs> that that was just everyone fucking with El Salvador is what that right. was. <laughs> also, like, what if the next country gives it a huge spike? El Salvador oh, really would be, be pissed. Uh, El Salvador lost like fifty million dollars, right? Because they had just they, bought a shitload. Yeah, of yeah and, and then they probably fudded and got scared and <laughs> sold oh. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so but hey, that's how it starts out. A lot of uh, you know, a lot of like launch days aren't good for Ugh, things that go on to do well. So mm-hmm. you learn it's lessons quickly in crypto. Yeah, yeah, the whole, the whole everything's down. It's a great time to buy crypto if you're just like fishing the market for something new. Um, and that's today's cup of coffee in the big time, which was brought to you by our sponsors, Paint Your Life. When you need an exceptional, when I need an exceptional gift for someone, or if you do too, that's truly affordable but also unique and of the highest possible quality. PaintYourLife.com is the only place to go. Get a professional hand-painted portrait created from any photo at a truly affordable price with a team of world-class artists and the ability to work with them until every detail is perfect. It's literally the classiest gift possible on planet Earth. User-friendly platform lets you order a custom-made hand-painted portrait in less than five minutes uh, straight from your phone or any device, and it can be shipped in about three weeks. Uh, Send any picture or combine photos into one painting. Uh, for the perfect birthday, anniversary, or wedding gift. When Wes's self-portrait from Paint Your Life arrived at the Hard Factor studio, it literally took my breath away from the incredible quality and craftsmanship. It was incredible. Um, gasps. Yeah, gasps. You will get gasps with these like paintings. Clinton seeing a thong for the first time. <laughs> oh, yeah. What oh, is that? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> PaintYourLife.com Forgot to finish that underwear (laughs) There is no risk If you don't love the final painting Your money is refunded, guaranteed And right now, as a limited time offer Get 20% off your painting That's right, 20% off and free shipping Which is a ton of discount on a painting To get the special offer, text the word FACTOR to 64000 That's FACTOR to 64000 Text FACTOR to 64000 Paint Your Life, celebrate the moments that matter most 
Terms apply. Available at paintyourlife.com slash terms. Again, text FACTOR to 64000 to get in on this incredible deal. All right, guys. This next one is is a confusing story. It's going to end up like the scene in Always Sunny where Charlie's in the mailroom and he's connecting all the dots. Uh, did you guys hear about the crazy story about the South Carolina family where the mother and son were murdered earlier this summer, like three months ago, and then just this this past week, the father, who's a prominent prosecu- prosecution lawyer, was shot in the head? Yes. Yeah, yes. See this in the news. It's been yeah. all over the place. I'm so glad you're covering this because it, it's, it's been it's insane. I've been looking at it over the last couple of weeks. It just keeps getting weirder and weirder. Yeah. I think it's peak time. It's one of those I'm, stories I'm where I've ne- I've never wanted to read something less, but I've never wanted to listen to you tell me about it more. Mm-hmm. Perfect. If someone could look up the Murdaugh family tree, M-U-R-D-A-U-G-H, and get a screenshot of it for later, I once we're ancestry. done talking about these people, huh. then we, they'll, we'll connect the dots. So buckle up. So in June, 52-year-old Margaret and her son, 22-year-old Paul Murdaugh, were found shot to death, were found murdered uh, <laughs> near their hunting dog kennels at the family estate. Yeah. Come on. Come on. The Murdoch family. Murdoch. Come on. It's, it doesn't, yeah, this story. Is this even a real story? Right, because like, Murdoch just sounds like a, a Carolinian trying to say murder. Like a it's real, like that. Right. It's like the office episode. <laughs> There's been a Murdoch here. Okay. Anyways, they were found murdered uh, in the family's estate dog kennel area it's a seventeen thousand acre estate uh two different guns were used a shotgun was used to kill paul the 22 year old son uh who police think was the main target by the way he was executed and then a rifle was used to kill margaret who they think might have just been killed because she was there uh paul the son was on trial for a 2019 boating under the influence case where he allegedly drove a boat drunk full throttle into a bridge with six of his friends on board, uh, resulting in them all getting launched off the boat and 19-year-old Mallory Beach dying. Uh, Alex Murdahl, the husband of Margaret and father of Paul, found his family's bodies at 10 p.m. Uh, at his house. And the reason his house is on such a large estate is because the Murdaws are one of the most powerful families in the history of, of the state of, of South Carolina, especially in the historic uh, low count country region of South Carolina. Three generations of Murdaws served as the 14th Circuit Solicitor, which is the attorney general. Uh, like that's their term for attorney general, I guess, in South Carolina from 1920 Whoa. to 2006. They started a law firm in 1910. that has been around for over 100 years. The Murdaws did. Mm. Um, Alex himself, the the 52-year-old man who was shot in the head, he's alive, uh, is, is the current like head of the of the law firm and like the big swinging dick. But his father, grandfather, and great-grandfather have been running South Carolina in that area for over 100 years. Um, they're just the highest-powered prosecution family in the state's history and have a shitload of money and political influence. The Murdoch's so just- draw a lot of water in South Carolina. Exactly. It sounds so fucking fake. So just this week, Alex, the surviving husband and rich, powerful lawyer, was shot in the head by a stranger in a truck while he was changing a flat tire on the side of the road uh, on his Mercedes, according to him. He survived the shooting and announced he is quitting his lawyer job and entering rehab for an opioid addiction. Oh, and it also came out that millions of dollars have gone missing from Alex's law firm and that he is the main suspect in stealing money. Oh, all wow. this week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So his son killed someone in a boating accident. He steals millions. He's got an opioid addiction. They have hundreds of years of corruption and, and running the state. Uh, but get this. There are also some stories alleging that the Murdaugh family was also involved in the cover-up of two other wrongful deaths. Back in 2015, uh, here's here's a picture of, uh, uh, this is Alex, on the, on the, the big guy on the right, his wife, Margaret, who's uh, RIP, and, and his son, Paul. He's got an but, interesting mm-hmm. hair color, that Alex Murdaugh. Wow. Mm-hmm. What is Orange. That? It's like, well, it's like, <laughs> it's like tangerine. 
It's Cheetos, man. He's got Cheeto Jeez. hair. Wait, so, so the son is the mother's dead. She was killed mm-hmm. on the farm. The son so is the dead. Son. Yeah. Yep. Both and the father was shot in the head on a separate incident. Three months later, he wasn't okay. there. He was visit. I'll get to where he was uh, in a bit. So there were two other wrongful deaths, though, in, in, in this this immediate family's thing. Uh, back in 2015, 19-year-old Stephen Smith was found beaten to death on the side of the road outside of Hampton, South Carolina. And several tips came into the South Carolina Highway Patrol that the oldest Murdaugh boy, Buster, Paul's older brother, might have been having a, a gay relationship with Stephen and that he was involved maybe with his brother Paul in killing him. Uh because it was a hate crime where his skull was bashed in and they might have been trying to cover up a gay relationship oh. with the uh, Murdaugh son and Stephen. He's dead. Well, that's uh, terrible. Jeez. Yeah. The one that's also, dead. Stephen's dead. Okay, I yeah. mean, that's a fact. We don't know exactly how he died, but allegedly maybe the Murdaugh boys were involved and maybe the one Murdaugh boys was screwing him. Also in 2018, their housekeeper, Gloria Satterfield, from uh, died from a, quote, trip and fall accident and alex allegedly paid her family five hundred thousand dollars in a wrongful death claim and some allege that the the trip and fall might have been uh this the crazy son paul pushing her down the stairs yeah. um she might have got too snoopy <laughs> yeah she might have oh, hurt man. something or yeah. just upset you know just yeah. upset them they're powerful mm. people, so it sounds the crazy like they're walking on eggshells at the murder mansion the, yes. the crazy son is not the dead one. There's another. There's another son. No, no, he is the crazy son that allegedly pushed her down the stairs. Is, okay, is Paul. But there's Buster, another son. Buster's the older son that is is allegedly gay. Might okay, be gay, yeah. 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 So Paul uh, might have been. Okay, I got. It. This yeah. was in At 2018. First, 2018. They died in 2019. Died. Paul did. Right? Uh, the kid. The kid died in 2015. The the housekeeper died in 2018. Paul died in 2021. June okay. 2021. He killed someone in a boat in 2019. Lots to keep up with. Mm -hmm. Uh, The story is insane. I didn't even. Oh, let me. Let's see. At first, it was reported that Alex was a person of interest in his wife and son's killing. You know, because he because he survived. Sure. He's stealing millions from his law firm and disappearing. Right. uh, 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 But he has an alibi that he was visiting his sick, dying father, Randolph Murdoch the third, the former big swinging dick of the state, who passed away three days later. Uh, And and like, oh, that's also weird timing. Well, yeah, and his mom was there, but his mom has complete dementia, so like it's hard to. Uh, yeah, I, I can't even include the large-scale opioid pandemic resulting in over 15 deaths in the immediate area the Murdaugh's lord over, and a lot of alleged police cover-ups over the years, uh, including the boating incident. I, I just don't have time to go through all the shit with the Murdaugh's. Uh, like everyone's comparing it to like a John Grisham novel, and they're definitely going to make a movie about the Murdaugh's. They're uh, like but- the uh, they're like a more sophisticated family from the Ozarks. Yes, those, like the those Ozarks, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, with the case this complicated and unique, I had to dive in deeper, and I went to the only place that would have the information I needed, the Reddit, Reddit, sorry, the Reddit Murdaugh family murders thread. So mm-hmm. that's, Deep thread. that's where you got to go. Yeah. So we don't know but, who shot the dad in the head. Yeah, no. apparently, yeah, we got some theories we're gonna get to though, Pat. Let's Look, see. the dad, the the dad is being so shady with that with that whole situation, uh, dude. When yeah, you get he's... shot in the head and you can still see and you mm-hmm. don't catch the guy that shot you in the head, you know who shot you in the head, right? He he's quit not slash got he quit slash got fired the next day from his law firm that he stole millions of dollars from There's after he got shot in the head for sure. Yeah, so he let's take it to, in the head. to some people on Reddit, like a uh, uh, hospital breakfast says this. 
Uh, what's more likely? Scenario one, a super assassin, either hired or hell-bent on revenge, manages to, to sneak into Moselle. That's, I guess, their estate. This person uh, slash persons had intimate knowledge of the camera setup and was able to evade them or disable them. They kill Paul. A popular idea regarding this theory is that the mom was collateral damage. And Maggie, with two different guns, we know for sure that at least one of the guns belonged to the Murdoughs. Alex comes home and finds the bodies of the killer, vanish into the night and decide to take Maggie's phone and drop it off on a, a road nearby the property. A few months later, satisfied, they got away with the perfect revenge murder they start plotting alex's death another murder to tick off the list except this time they decide to be sloppy as possible in public and in broad daylight because you know a perfect murder is usually followed up by whatever the hell that was or scenario two alex did it and the <laughs> cops knew from day one mm-hmm. right <laughs> yeah. i'm Got just em. stoked i burned Got through em. all the datelines and this is going to be a a dateline special <laughs> yeah you think so what so? you're saying mark Here. is it scenario two Yes, now here's, and here's the tire theory from the headshot. I keep getting stuck on the tire changing scenario, someone says. What prominent South Carolina attorney changes their own tire versus calling AAA insurance roadside assistance? This just doesn't seem credible. I don't know the area that well. Maybe this, someone has some This guy's some a other AAA people. salesman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then <laughs> like, some guy follows up to him and he says, we have a Mercedes and it tells you everything but how to wind your watch. Cumble brag. He had no need whatsoever to get out of his car for anything because, <laughs> because according to Fit News, the Mercedes has run flat tires, which means he could have driven 50 miles on a flat tire, and it doesn't come with a spare. It's a Mercedes, and neither does ours. The, Mer- <laughs> the Mercedes would have told him the tire was flat and that he had 50 miles he could drive. He got out of his car way too early, and he slashed his own tires. So mm. that they don't believe him. And then the last one I'll read you is... Uh, I just got word from a friend that there's video surfacing of uh, Daddy Murdaugh stabbing his own tires. So people are thinking he stabbed his own tires and shot yeah. himself. And hired a hitman to like shoot or like. So that's when him. he got shot when the flat tire occurred. That was like, when he was changing right. the flat tire. Right. Someone pulled up beside right. him and shot him in the head, but didn't get him. They said it was Black very superficial. Be- the headshot wound was very superficial. Right. It was either it was either him or he hired someone. Right. So like he could, he hired, that could yeah. still be he's, possible. He's been hiring hitmans the whole time. But yeah. still, yeah. it could be that his son did all of it and everybody knew the whole time. And now he's just trying to like hide in rehab with all the money he stole. Right. Yeah. Here's the problem. His family, his immediate family is tied to like five wrongful deaths and his family has screwed over everyone in the state for 100 years. So it could be it could be anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's right. such a rich kid thing to do is to crash your boat into a bridge. Yeah. To have a boat in the first place and then crash Apparently, into a bridge. <laughs> But apparently if one of the boat was pissed, they were drunk and he wasn't getting them home fast enough. So he like shouted and slapped at his girlfriend. He's like, you want me to go faster and just put it on full throttle? I'll show you what yeah. happens when you tell whatever his Murtaugh name is to what to do. Yeah. You'll die. So he shot himself because there's no way you didn't yeah. trust someone yeah, else. The dad's the dad is being completely shady. on the Shoot back me in the head. Kind of. OK, I trust you. But it sounds like it sounds like that kid had done a lot to. Get He's like want, Damien. Want, like, yeah, people wanted him dead. So, yeah, they need like, to look at Mallory Beach's family pretty closely. Yeah. Like, people people wanted that kid or, dead. So, like, it's not surprising that him and his mom show up dead in the same situation. Like, because, like, Steven's family, the gay kid, there's a yeah. lot of families this, lot of families this family be. ran through. Yes. Uh, the, the, um, uh, also the, the housekeeper's family. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Well, they took 500K. Yeah. Yeah, but things change. Maybe someone else in the family died, or you know, it's an anniversary right. of her death or something. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? It's a fucked up story. Crazy. And uh, yeah, there you go. It's only gonna keep on getting better, huh? Um, for right. us, for us, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sorry, Mallory's family. If I don't, if you have nothing to do with this, I apologize. Um, <laughs> we should uh. look at Mallory's family. <laughs> 
going to get me fired from Barstool. Um, all right. Uh, <laughs> it's time for the TikTok International Moment. All right, guys. For today's TikTok International Moment, we're going to talk about uh, lingerie, um, pussies, and a little boy. Okay. Um, luckily, they are not all connected as the stories are all from different continents. But man, if they were, what a segment, huh? Yeah, that yeah. would be nice. Would yeah. be nice, huh? Sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, the, that's the aristocrats. Yeah. <laughs> First, let's talk about some hairy pussies. And no, I'm not talking about the big hairy fat guys you might find at Comic Con. Nor am I talking about the female vagina. I'm talking about the kind of pussy that Mark currently has five of living in his house. I'm talking about cats. Um, to the UK, where, as we know, like other parts of Europe and the world, COVID has really been a son of a bitch. And just like here in America, COVID laws have forced people to stay in their homes a lot more than they usually do, working from home, staying inside during the weekends, almost every waking second just spent at home. It's been awful. And while this has been detrimental uh, psychologically to humans, um, as we have seen people losing their minds, we also have to think about what's, what's doing to our feline friends. So, you know, when was the last time you asked your cat how he or she was doing, Mark, huh? When was the last like time? Tw- like seven times today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You're a good yeah, cat, Dad. Every time I see them. Yeah, how you doing, yeah. baby? Um, <laughs> yeah, so according to... Uh, <laughs> what can Daddy do for you? <laughs> yeah, he's sugar. Uh, according to uh, cat expert groups like Cats Protection Charity and Blue Cross for Pets, many cats, not all cats, but many are stressed the fuck out with the amount of time their owners and the children of the house are spending with them at home. Um, you see cats like other introverts and solitary creatures need some alone time. And with all that staying at home, they don't have the seven or eight hours of peace and quiet to act as a quote circuit breaker, according to the article. And it is stressing them out so much that, um, over the past 18 months, vets have seen a huge increase in life threatening conditions that they are attributing to that stress, such as blocked bladders in male cats and, um, statitis, statitis. In uh, female cats. Do you know what that is, Mark? Cystitis? I don't know. I know that the males get urinary tract infections a lot, so that makes sense. Yeah. If they're stressed. Yeah. They gotta, they gotta, that's why you got to give male cats the wet food because they get the, the UTIs. Yeah, they're very stressed. They're a stressed out cat. Um, <laughs> so cat experts are suggesting uh, making sure that your cat has a nice, safe place to escape. And if you see grooming itself, like it has OCD or eating too much or shitting in the house, it may be overstressed. Um, and here's a comment. Um, from uh, Twitter by Joanna Mont um, that kind of sums it up. Uh, Today, the vet told me that since COVID, they've had to treat a number of cats with depression caused by irritation that their people are at home all day. Obviously, it's not really funny, but that's the most cat thing I've ever heard. Apparently, dogs don't have the same problem. So No, dogs uh, are loving it. Cats are stressed out. But you said... Shitting in the house—that's a symptom of their depression. It's a like symptom outside, of their, like outside, outside, of, the, outside of the litter box. I thought outside that was a fucking box. gift I gave them. Outside the litter box. Okay. Uh, sorry. Sorry. Shitting inside the house as an animal is stressing you out, cats. No. 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 It's it's <laughs> symptom. If, they, if, if the, the cat shits outside, if the, the cat's litter like box, shitting yes. somewhere unusual, you know that yeah. it, it's being crowded. It needs. Yes. No, I, yeah, I got it. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I have a theory. Hmm. It. it because my cats are fine. They're not. They're not stressed at all. They're they're peeing and pooping in the litter box. They're cuddling. They have like great. a pack thing going on. So that's. A, yeah. I feel like they they have a different. Yeah. I, I think it's the UK. I think these cats don't like British accents. <laughs> and they need those fucking people out of the flats a little bit more. Yeah, it's those so, it's those tea kettles yeah. constantly going yeah. off. And then the, right, yeah. cats and then the chatter. Yeah. So so shocked by the tea kettle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah every day. <laughs> it's five is, five days. It's five times a day is tea. 
this is unique to the UK, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, for more information about how you can help your depressed cat, go to www.bluecross.org.uk. Um, all right. Now let's move to Australia, where we have a feel-good story as a three-year-old boy with autism has been saved after spending three days alone in the Australian wilderness. Um, Anthony A.J. Elphalak was discovered by police on Monday at around 1130 a.m. after being first reported by his uh, father Friday at 1230 p.m. So over three whole days, if you count the time before his dad was just pounding beers and had no idea that he was missing, um, police had their dogs out, uh, their trail bikes, helicopters, search crews. And finally, he was spotted by a helicopter sitting in shallow uh, creek water, 1540 feet from the damn house. And here's the uh, here's the video. Stand by, Kenny. I've got the boy. I just got to get obs on the. Get on the fire and get on the PA and. Oh my! Oh shit! He's eating berries. No, no, he's drinking the creek water. He's just sitting in it, fully clothed, uh, drinking the the dirty creek water. Such such bad diarrhea. Oh god, yeah. Oh man, this this kid was so close to the house. He's so close to the house, but the problem is, is that he's nonverbal, so. He's just hearing them being like, AJ, and he's just, he's like, nope, mm. not today. I can't respond. Yeah, not today. Um, so, but luckily he was found, and um, yeah, so you, as you saw, he's just drinking this creek water, which experts say it actually saved him. Um, he survived three days in the summer. Three the, days in the, in the summer. Night. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds Winter like that down there. The, whatever. It sounds like that Into the Wild guy could have used a little bit of autism. Yeah, it was <laughs> just a touch. <laughs> just, a touch. <laughs> just a little bit. Um, <laughs> they said that when the rescuers first Might found him, them. uh, quote, they put a hand on his shoulder and comforted, comforted him. He actually took a knee on our rescuer's knee and actually a big smile towards him as well. And they embraced for a moment. He was taken to the hospital for observation and no doubt what, like Will said, a massive bout of diarrhea is coming his way from all that Creek water. Um, uh, he has some nasty ant bites and some diaper rash, but otherwise he's doing okay. Ate about three pieces of pizza and a banana just as soon as he fucking could. And is now yeah. resting, just clinging to his mom like the Dickens, as if he were to let go, he would go back to the dark and lonely ant water again. So, Do you think you guys could survive three days in the woods right now? I don't know if I no. could with no, with no, no chance, knives no. Or, or like tools, just Aust- to clothes on your back. It'd be Australia? tough. No. It'd be tough. Yeah. Nuts. It'd be tough. Uh, and finally, let's head to Japan, where the country's most prolific bra and panty thief in years has finally been caught after a legendary run and having stolen over 738 cup bras and panties from Japanese laundromats. Uh, 56-year-old Tetsuyo Yurata, which translates to, I'll take those panties, thank you very much, in English, was arrested last week after police found this huge stash pictured here um, in his apartment. Uh, oh, of, wow. of female undergarments and just tons of A cups. Um, now, so, you keep saying A cups. He specifically went after A cups? Yeah. He's, are you talking about hopefully grown women's small breasted uh, brassieres? Not. I'm talking. Uh, it's a Japanese joke that they have small tits. Sorry, guys. That's what I thought you were yeah. doing. Okay. Just yeah. checking. Okay. There you go. Um, Thank you. Just clarifying. <laughs> They're so, only. It was his only option. So you're yeah, saying. Yeah. It's his only option. There's tons of them. Um, it's not that he liked them <laughs> more than any other cup. I got no choice. They didn't call him the, they didn't call him the A cup thief. They called him the bra thief. <laughs> yeah, like a, they, like a they, four leaf clover <laughs> finding a C cup over there. Do they have different bra sizes in, in countries? Like they have different condom sizes in countries? Mm, I, don't I, don't know. Know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, like different, like like uh, sort of like letters. It's like numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so he, uh, 
Yeah, it was in the city of uh, Beppu. Um, it all came down for Yurata when a 21-year-old college student caught him being a little too greedy, stealing six bras from the laundromat on August 24th, and they were able to track him down to his honey hole. Uh, police spokesperson said, uh, said, speaking to Abima TV, which is local news, said, we haven't confiscated such a large number of panties in years. Um, apparently, police in the nearby city of Oita arrested 40-year-old Toru Adachi, which translates to uh, sniffs crotch like dog, uh, in 2019 for stealing 1,100 pairs of underwear. Uh, I mean, if this is your thing, how awesome are laundromats, right? You like, you must, you think to yourself, God literally put these laundromats here for, for here for me. You know what Do I mean? You think these guys are born with like exceptional noses. It's like you know, all you can sniff buffet <laughs> like a laundromat. Like chefs. It's just taste. incredible for them. Laundromats sniffing all day. Yeah. <laughs> but this is, it's huge. I mean, like it's such oh. a big fetish that there's guys who get arrested for it, and there's like a cottage industry. I mean, like oh yeah, yeah. I mean, like there's all the worn underwear. Like I mean, you know, they're like moles, sniffing yeah. <laughs> around. Amazing. Here's a picture oh. of uh of him uh on a Facebook photo. <laughs> that's that's no, not. Him. That's not. That's him. another that's, A cup. That's another. Where'd a you cup. find that, Wes? I just looked up a uh, Japanese man wearing bra. Wes <laughs> is gonna draw <laughs> apples ire soon. Yeah. So, um, so the, yeah, he's he's in trouble. They took his honor away. All the good stuff they do in Japan. Um, and they that was took his honor away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, officially, they made him sign a paper that they the handed over his honor. Yeah. <laughs> you did this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the TikTok International was brought to you by Full Bore Barbecue. Full Bore Barbecue is proof the American dream is still alive when you have a superior product mixed with unstoppable work ethic. What started with a group of high school friends trying their hand at a local barbecue competition has turned into a company that is trusted everywhere and is known to make you the star of your backyard. Our sauce and rub combinations might as well be peanut butter and jelly. Classic flavors with that extra something that puts them over the top. With a wall of trophies and hardware to prove it, over 30,000 units sold droid nationwide. And a lot of Hive members have already bought these and bought these, these packs and, and sauces and rubs and um, said they – Say the same thing. They're delicious. Best damn rubs and sauces you'll ever allow to tickle your taste buds. Uh, one small business, hard factor, trying to support another, Full Bore Barbecue, can be found at almost 300 retail stores. Check the website for location information and read their story and uh, unique recipes on the website. Rub it in. Follow on Instagram at Full Bore Barbecue Products for fan features and at Full Bore Barbecue to see more of their work. We are offering you guys, our listeners, 10% off your entire order using promo code FACTOR. So stop forcing down that sweet baby raise and support a fellow Hard Factor listener by visiting FullBoreBBQProducts.com. That's Full Bore, like a pig. Yeah, Will's got it right there. It's like Mm. half full. Uh, BBQProducts.com to order yours today, and let's barbecue everything. And it's half full because I'm... Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Mm. What's your guys' favorite flavors? I like the Kansas oh. City one. I've been using that on everything. Like you know, uh, don't tell the Texas people. I'm a spicy like, guy. Spicy. Yeah, I've only tried the Kansas City's great, but I tried that uh, that Garden Rub yes. uh, on my chicken mm-hmm. the other night. Really, good. really, really, really good. Yeah. Um, guys, you know that I'm a stoner. If you listen to the show, and you also know that I have a baby, so it's tough for me because when I get high, I get real high, too high. Uh, but I can't because I have a baby. So all those excellent properties of uh, cannabis, I'm not able to enjoy the non-psychoactive properties, the chill properties, if you will. Uh, That wasn't until I got on the caliper, baby, because here's the deal. CBD, it's like weed with no psychoactive uh, ingredients. It makes you chill. It's what they call the body feeling, you know, uh, relaxed. It will make you go to sleep 
It is all the stuff that I get from cannabis, but without the psychoactive ingredients. And Caliper, our partner, uh, they do it in a way that no other CBD company does. They give you these 20 milligram uh, packages. They're perfectly portioned. So you just drop them in a drink. Uh, if you know me, I have a clean canteen. I throw mine in my clean canteen before bed, and bam, I'm out like a light. Uh, again, there's no psychoactive deals about it. I remember the first time I ever saw uh, Will smoking CBD. This is years and years ago. I was like, I don't know, Will. And you were like, try it, Pat. And I was like, I won't. And then I finally did with Caliper, and I'm like, what was I, what was I, what was I waiting for? Stupid. Absolutely yeah. stupid. Because Caliper makes the best stuff. And they don't do that weird tincture thing. Like uh, other CBD companies, where you got to get it, like put it on your tongue and like drip it down your down your throat. It's horrible. Caliper's like tasteless, and uh, it just yeah just goes down smooth. So if you guys want to get down on the chill train, we recommend that you uh, hook up with Caliber CBD, uh, and uh, you can get twenty percent off your first order if you use promo code Factor at TryCaliper. That's with a P. Uh, dot com slash Factor. Uh, Risk free thirty for thirty days. If you don't love it, they get a free refund. That's TryCaliper.com slash Factor. Don't forget to use promo code Factor to get that twenty percent off your first order. Okay, bro, fentanyl, right? Come on, the Come worst. On. Am I right? Fentanyl. Come on. You may have read uh, the story that broke over the weekend about the Los Angeles comedians Fuquan Johnson and Enrico um, Collagelli and their friend Natalie Williamson that died uh, after inadvertently snorting some cocaine that was laced with the synthetic opioid fentanyl. And guys, uh, it's tragic. It's terrible. And it's becoming a major, major problem. We're going to talk about it. I'm going to uh, read from the Fox News article um, that came out right around this happened. This is pretty much the same as all of the other major news publications, uh, articles that reported on the story when it first broke. Uh, and they essentially all repurposed TMZ's coverage, um, their initial reporting, uh, which is sad, obviously, because people died. But it's also strange and hilarious that the outlets focused in on one bizarre fact uh, and, and perhaps the least important of the entire story. So here we go. Um, a batch of fentanyl-laced cocaine killed a comedian and two others and left the ex-girlfriend of Darius Rucker in a Los Come Angeles on. hospital, a report said. Fuquan Johnson, writer for Comedy Parlor Live, died after overdosing at a Venice home on Friday night, according to TMZ. Two other victims were pronounced dead at the scene, the outlet said. Um, comedian Kate Quigley, who lives next door to the house and recently dated Hootie and the Blowfish singer Darius oh, Rucker. Come on. Uh, <laughs> come on. Who turned her on to Coke. Yep. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, what he's, when he was singing I Go Blind, that's what he was talking about. Um, this Why after Darius. I only want to toot with you. <laughs> this after Darius split with his longtime wife last summer. Darius's rep, however, confirms to TMZ that he's not dating Kate and hasn't been for a while. They were reportedly going out for a good chunk last year. Quigley was hospitalized in critical condition, according to the report. Okay, so <laughs> hold pretty, verbatim. my straw. Poor Come Darius. on, hold my straw. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I guess uh, we, we, we've got to the victims or we've, we've gotten to how the victims are related to Hootie. Let's get to the actual meat of the story. Guys, these folks were 48, 43 and 33 year olds, 33 years old, respectively. Wow. And they bought a bag of Coke on a Friday night and they did it at their house in Venice Beach, California, and they're dead. Oh. So what the fuck? Uh, it's happening if, all the time. It's, just it's happening all the time. Famous people all the time. Yeah. Um, as we covered on this show before, fentanyl is an insanely potent synthetic painkiller uh, that's up to 100 times more potent than heroin, and it's becoming a real fucking problem. Uh, the drug, which, guys, originates for the most part from guess where? 
China. China has taken the lives lives of thousands and thousands of folks who didn't know that they were messing with opioids. Uh, It's believed to have been a factor in the deaths of Prince, Mac Miller, Tom Petty, not to mention the scare it gave to the one-time girlfriend of Charleston, South Carolina native uh, singer-songwriter behind the 1994 mega-hit 21-times platinum album Cracked Rearview, Darius Rucker, of Hootie and the Blowfish fame. Um, it is, Let however, her cry. it's like... <laughs> her friend just OD'd. Let her cry. Oh, Fentanyl right. is like the COVID of, of drugs. It's bad, dude. It's, and it, it's going to keep on coming, and it's COVID-related. It's terrible. But it's, it's everywhere. You can't buy a bag of Coke and just assume... Unless you, like... I've seen it from 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 overseas to here to your hand. There's like you don't know what happened to it, and there's a very good chance fentanyl. Why are people using it, it as a, as a cutter for coke? Is it because it's so cheap? Cheap. And that's cheap that's and part of it. Will so yes. essentially, uh, you, your local drug dealer well, also was affected by supply chain issues during this mm-hmm. pandemic, and uh, it's been challenging. That's to what get happens. Step on it, as they say in the biz. You know? The real thing, um, guys. And I also this is, and sorry to interrupt again, Pat, but this is this is will that's it's, this is the funny thing about stepping on it. Not only, but it makes it stronger. So it's like they're they're saving money, but it's right. The, so the dealers the, are like it's the a street win-win cred. Almost, the street cred like, is like yeah. this guy's got strong cocaine, right? Because it's got fentanyl, in right? It, and they don't know that. It's not. It's when not it strong cocaine. It's fentanyl. Yeah. But I don't How want many people opiates. Do, do that too, and you don't find out though. Oh, you're knowing now. That's the problem, Will. You're knowing now. So, like, obviously, uh, fentanyl started seeping its way into um, opioids a while back. We've heard the stories about how um, some dealers were really fucking sadistic would put it in because when people started overdosing, the phone started ringing off the hook because a junkie's a junkie. Opioid's a certain type of drug, right? Cocaine's a different drug, right? So these people, it's starting to seep into cocaine more and more. Um, Also, guys, this is a real sad uh, turn of events. Uh, according to new reports from TMZ, they're citing an unnamed law enforcement um, who's, uh, officer that says fentanyl may have played a part in the death of Michael K. Williams this week. Um, Damn. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He had. They found drug paraphernalia, and he's had a history of of, of self admission of, of right yeah, of I'd drug seen problems. Like where you're talking yeah. about to get in touch with his characters and stuff. Right. Yeah, I didn't um, bring that up yesterday, obviously, but. Yeah, well, yeah, it wasn't super. I mean, it's still not 100% confirmed, so don't take that for word, but that's what TMZ reporting. TMZ is usually right. Uh, they're scumbags, but usually right. Um, mm-hmm. Recently they get released. The early stuff because they pay for it. They pay for yeah. it big time, baby. Um, Ambulance chasers over there. You want to see a picture of dead Mac Miller before his mom does? TMZ. Yeah, TMZ. I'm a lawyer. Recently released data by the CDC, guys, shows that drug overdose deaths reached a record high of 93,000. Uh, 331 in 2020, uh, and those estimates are not final. But guys, that's 20,000 deaths more than the previous high in 2019, and that's the single uh, largest percentage increase on record Jesus since Christ. yeah 1999. So it's uh, it's everywhere. Um, a Detroit man, guys, is facing charges after police say he was recently caught with a dozen fentanyl pills hidden inside of a uh, baby Yoda. Uh, in Tennessee, Zave Gary, 34, of Detroit, was arrested by deputies in Rutherford County on August 27th, while allegedly in possession of 176 clandestinely produced fentanyl pills that were made to, meant to look like Roxycodones. So, uh, you know, a version of Oxys. Um, they like, won't look in the baby Yoda doll because it's for kids. And then you die when you take them. <laughs> yep, you die when you take them. Oh, yeah. I read two milligrams is, is yeah. potentially fatal. Yeah. So. Yep. 
You take a pill, you're dead. Yeah. So, yeah. so Gary got busted on the 27th, right? And then Gary was uh, he was out on bond for a similar is- incident in Coffee County, where he's arrested with 157 of the same type of tablets. Just uh, two weeks earlier, two weeks ago, uh, Detroit man, Coffee County. I wonder if those tabs were I don't know headed to Bonnaroo. Fun fact about Bonnaroo, guys. Uh, well, two-time Grammy Award winners uh, and University of South Carolina alumni Hootie and the Blowfish and their enigmatic frontman <laughs> Darius Rucker never graced the stages at the farm in Manchester. According to Bonnaroo co-founder uh, Ashley Caps of AC Entertainment, they were a standout at Bonnaroo's precursor event, um, Hot Summer Nights, in the early 90s, drawing the largest crowd of the concert series. An estimated 13,000 people showed oh, wow. up for Hootie's set. Uh, and bet. that was more than Hot Summer Nights <laughs> artists Dave Matthews, uh, Ray Charles, and Santana. So really pretty impressive stuff. That is very impressive. Ooh. I mean, you got to get one of those. implicated t- him in that. Yeah, that's fucked up. I mean, if you're going to, you, you, you got to get like one of those testers like you, they see on like to catch a smuggler, those real expensive, you know, like they're like probably 1500 bucks. But I mean, if you're, if you're super into Coke and still want to do it, not a bad investment. That's one of the only right? things. It's one of the only tools they have. Yeah. yeah. What is the tool? It's a, it's, like you a just put, it's like a, upper. yeah, you put it on, you put it on, it's like, and then it tells what, what drug is actually in the powder. It's what, what the, what the, like the drug enforcement agents Cops. use at, at the You're airports like, and nope, stuff. This is just bad Coke. Right. No, it'll tell you if it's fentanyl, yeah, meth, yeah. Coke, whatever's in there. You yeah, know, I need to figure out a fentanyl thing. I think it was at Mark's bachelor party. I bought my one and only cocaine accessory and I made a deal with myself that it would be just be for that weekend that I bought that cocaine accessory. And, I'm just sticking with it. I'm at that point in my life where I can't go get another cocaine accessory. You yeah, know, time to retire. Time to retire the cocaine. I got to put. If there yeah. was ever a <laughs> time, hang up it's the, the fentanyl era. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. yeah. It's like I'm saying. It's like the COVID era for coke. Could, it's like, it could save your life, good. Pat. Well, I don't want opioids, bro. I just want cocaine. I understand that, but this device could save your life. Those days are over, man. Yeah. I'm not going to do coke anymore. I'm sorry. And nor should you. That's why I'm covering this fucking story, because, look, I'll be honest with Everybody, you. Everybody, take your doctor's advice on how to do your cocaine responsibly. Right. We're not That's medical right. experts. I'd like to reiterate right. No, that. specifically, but, this is guy to guy. Uh, this er- is like this is like the be careful. Ho- this yeah. is like the horse version of infermectin with the with the fentanyl. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, um, this, this should give them the death. I mean, if you get caught with smuggling fentanyl, you should go to jail for life, no matter what. Oh, so, you know, each one of those pills kills like ten people. Yeah. Some prosecutors are looking at uh, legislation like that. Lawmakers are looking at legislation good. like that, um, like a follow the dealer murder situation. Yeah, but good yeah. luck getting it off the streets if it's that cheap and that strong. I mean, it seems like it seems like it's just like going to be so pervasive. Like they do all those like drug those drug Netflix documentaries where they like follow the drug dealers and they like mm-hmm. and, like they wear the masks and they it's like a, they they show them chopping it up and all the drug dealers are like hey everyone does it I got to make money I don't give they a just, fuck at this everyone point, does it this point, I, the more fentanyl the better yeah. aren't drugs like aren't synthetic drugs at this point like so advanced that they could make like safe drugs for pretty much any situation and then they should just like probably do that and then people probably. would die from yeah. Adderall, it's baby. Except possible. Is that like is that like people feel like then everybody be addicted to drugs? I mean, ultimately, will this too safe and awesome? This is the Sacklers family fault. Family's fault. Ultimately, I mean, right. you don't have oxys pushed upon American citizens. You don't have this fentanyl problem. Twenty five years later, but um, here's what's going on, guys. Uh, as Mark alluded to, the shit can fucking murder you with a speck, right? Uh, the 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 DEA and U.S. Customs picked up two point eight five kilos right um now this is a bit of an exaggeration but the the dea um director of the area benjamin canfield said um it's enough to overdose 
or kill 1.4 million people. Now, obviously, that's not going to happen, but that's the right. level of potency that it is. Um, so here's what happened, guys. Uh, Trump cracked down uh, on Xi and was like, yo, stop shipping this shit to the states. Yeah. And Xi was like, okay. Um, and then he stopped shipping it to the states. And in 2019, China made it illegal, fentanyl, right? Which is actually a pretty big deal, apparently. I didn't know this, but it's yeah. a pretty big deal for China to make a compound illegal. But China kept selling the ingredients to make fentanyl on markets like Alibaba, uh, you know the you know the billionaire uh, company. Yeah, you just straight up buy the the chemicals. Oh, like you can just buy Amazon. Them. And yeah. guess where they go, guys? They don't go to America no more. They go to Mexico. So um, oh, that that's yep. So already uh, in the coke. Sometimes we'll work around wherever else. Yeah. Mm hmm. Um, they don't give a shit either. China denied accusations by U.S. congressional body that Beijing has failed to live up to the commitment to help stop the flow of the deadly synthetic well, opioid. Well, it's a good thing we're stopping people from coming to the border, though, right? Because then at least that way it would be stopped. Yeah. It's it's like Russian roulette doing cocaine. Cocaine used to be so fun. Yeah. They ruined They ruined. Don't cocaine. do it anymore. You really shouldn't. shouldn't. No, seriously. Uh, you're going to know someone that died. Dies. It fucking sucks. Uh, on, on Friday, right the, the, when those comedians died, on the other side of the country, uh, a town in um, in Long Island, uh, eight people, right, all hit their guy up to get a bag of coke. Six of them dead. That's terrible. That's yeah. a real epidemic. Yeah, that's a. That's gonna do it for Hard Factor. Um, seriously, watch out. Don't we love you. Have a great fucking day. See you later. Yeah.